Growing up with a single parent mom, um, I think it forced me to look at stuff other than just sports. I knew like going to Division three and only getting offered by Division two schools, I probably wasn't going to the league. But my whole purpose of going to college was to figure out different ways so I can help out my family and especially help out my mother. So I think something that kind of allowed me to think more than just football was just growing up with a and growing up with a mother who really made me realize life is way bigger than sports. We're going to go out on the field. We're going to score as many goals as we can. We're going to have fun. Oh, Becky, oh, well placed. your monday going it's going it's grinding you know woke up i gotta get straight to the grind football player first generation college student entrepreneur the quote-unquote grind and antoine taylor are very close acquaintances if you can call it that have been for quite some time well i appreciate you taking time out of the grind to uh talk to me most definitely antoine grew up in la he played football in high school running back. Like many of his peers, for a lot of his life, he saw football as being his ticket to a lucrative, shiny future. Go to a D1 school, maybe get to the NFL. The dream. You get the picture. Yeah, it didn't quite work out like that exactly. Antoine was at a private school in LA with a solid football program, and he got injured. It affected his financial standing with the school. Soon they were asking for money his mom didn't have. He transferred to a public school, one with a less organized, less reputable football team. The kinds of recruiters, the big schools, weren't looking at Antoine. He kept pushing, though, kept grinding, and with a little help from whatever stars lined up in the universe, he found success and made an impact at North Hollywood. He did end up catching the eye of a school that wanted him. It just really wasn't the place Antoine ever envisioned himself going. It was called St. John's a small D3 school in the middle of nowhere, Minnesota. Not exactly a stepping stone to that aforementioned dream. But they wanted him. He could play football and get an education. So he went. When he first stepped on campus, Antoine was very out of his comfort zone. That was clear. It was a completely different place from where he grew up. Population-wise, culture-wise, season-wise. He felt alone, in many senses of the word and was confronted with a few different challenges, both psychological and material. I think it was hard, too, because I was still kind of in that mode of, I know I'm better than D3, and I'm so mad I didn't get no D1 offer. I was like, man, like I know I shouldn't be here. Like I know I'm good. I know I'm better than these players who have offers. I remember the first two years, I wanted to transfer. Yeah. But I went to transfer, which I was so stuck up on like, still hating that I didn't have that opportunity while my friends are out partying and looking like they're getting free Nike stuff and traveling and going airplanes and people showing love. So there was that bitterness of not really being happy with where he'd landed and how he wasn't really living up to his athletic potential by being at St. John's. 
He was going through that process of coming to terms with giving up a dream he'd had since he was a little kid. But then there was also this immediate, more tangible problem. He needed money, something that wasn't given to him because he was at this D3 school. When I moved out, I didn't want to ask my mom, who's been providing for me my entire life, for anything. So every time I worked since I was D3, all my money went straight to tuition. So I never made a dollar. The biggest thing was like, what what can I do for money? You know, like, well, let's say if I want to go hang out and go, you know, go outside of campus and go have fun with my friends, you know? I couldn't do that because I didn't have money. I didn't want to ask my mom for money. It was these exact obstacles, though, and this grappling with identity in this specific situation that motivated Antoine and set him on a particular path. I think the whole thing of um, was just figuring out, like, my purpose and like I think that was the beauty of going to Minnesota because like I had to figure that out and it allowed me to figure it out because I Antoine Taylor was by myself figuring out I had no I had I had no one in my family contributing I had no one like telling me different things I had to figure that out by myself once I started realizing like man like maybe you have a different calling you know like my good friends are in the league right now you know and that's always been a childhood dream but like maybe like, I started realizing maybe you have a different calling, and instead of keep trying to think of football, what is what is your true calling? Like, where is that? What, what separates you? You know that you came here not just for football. You came here for take care of your family in a different way. You have to find that way. So Antoine's pretty much like, I'm not going to mope. I'm at this school for a reason. My goal here is to ride for my family, to make something of myself. How can I do that in this current environment with the community I have around me? Of course, when you're passionate about your sport, when you're passionate about anything, it's easy to get tunnel vision, to get so wrapped up in it that you're kind of unable to step outside of the activity. And that's what makes people great at the things that they do. But if you're considering Antoine's situation, for example, that can be pretty detrimental. Antoine had a set of values, though, a perspective on the world that really helped him pivot in this critical moment. Growing up with a single-parent mom, um, I think it forced me to look at stuff other than just sports. I knew, like, going to Division three and only getting offered by Division two schools, I probably wasn't going to the league. But my whole purpose of going to college was to figure out different ways so I can help out my family and especially help out my mother. So I think something that kind of allowed me to think more than just football was just growing up with a and growing up with a mother who really made me realize life is way bigger than sports so going into that it was more of just what am I going to do here so when I graduate uh, my family's taken care of or I'm on the path to do so so that's how his mind starts working plus the fact that still hasn't gone away he really needs money that's how I started washing people's clothes. He started washing people's clothes on campus. And it was during this time, washing people's clothes, that his athlete status kind of helped him. Being that athlete allowed me to have that confidence to do so. And also people kind of knew me on campus. So like, when I was not going to, they're like, oh, that's Antoine for the football team. Even though it's really embarrassing and I was really embarrassed, um, I just had to do what I had to do. Started doing that. Never had to ask my mom for a dollar in college. Like a year later, Antoine's pretty over this. Got to a point where I was tired of washing people's drawers. That's how the whole of me thinking, what can I sell? And that's how I, that's how the whole thing started with like, all right, let me start selling socks. 
Antoine starts selling personalized socks. Turns out a lot of St. John's kids wanted these socks. It was a huge hit on campus. He sold 512 pairs in one week. I seen the, um, I think it was like 4,500 and um, some change. And I seen it in ones, fives, twenties, you know? And you're just like, I've never seen this money in my life. Here the seeds of a business were sown. Antoine has all this money in his hands. We're talking a young 20-something-year-old, so there's no doubt a few things on his wish list he could cross off with this amount of money. But he knows this money is not meant to be spent just on himself. Antoine is a religious guy. There was this thought placed in the back of his head that this money and the potential of whatever this was, it was all bigger than himself. I always cared about people, but I never really, I only really cared about taking care of my, my mom and my family. Like, there's so many young men and women in worse situations, Antoine, but who those young men and women out there who's trying to make a difference for those people? Then I call my best friends around campus and I talk to them like, hey man, like I got this money, like what should we do? And uh, my, one of my good friends, he's from the South Side of Chicago, he has one hand. His name's John Oliver, he plays basketball. He, like, he was one of my good friends and he told me like, hey man, like, I think we should go to my, because we're in Minnesota right now, and it's Christmas time. And then he told me, like, I think we should go to Southside Chicago and give back to the Boys and Girls Club out there. Like, eight, nine of us. And then we drove in a St. John's school bus um, 15 hours to Chicago and in the snow. And um, we gave back to the Boys and Girls Club. We retrofitted it. We got them, like, school supplies, TVs, bikes, PlayStations, games every kid in there left with left every kid in there left with a christmas present and they got a bunch of stuff that they would get to keep in that boys and girls club and it was here that antoine realized that this what this was now and what it could be was his calling this is what this would change my life and this one made me realize this is what i want to do for the rest of my life um this little girl came up to me and gave me a hug and said antoine thank you for giving my first christmas mm. and i feel like that that feeling right there is what I've been chasing for. That feeling was better than me scoring a touchdown. That feeling was better than me assuming how it feels like being Division One. you know, walking around on campus. It was a feeling of, like, someone really appreciating what I've done for them. Being able to really realize, like, okay, Antoine, this is what you actually love doing. Now you got to figure out how to make a business of it, but you know what you want to do. The cause was born. Antoine and his friends got to work. He credits a ton of the early excitement and success the company generated with the college athlete experience. Every one of us have sports to fall on, and it taught us so much, like how to grind, how to overcome adversity, how to be put in uncomfortable situations, but still trying to figure out how to strive. Sports um, led me to a group of individuals that helped me create my name on campus. And also, like, since you play football... I'm at my school, my school is like, it's really big in football, but a lot of people don't know who I was, you know? And um, I think that helped me a lot because it allowed me to gain confidence. So when I was walking around campus and people saying hello to me and me saying hi and me meeting new people, um, it was easier for me. Not only were we able to, I guess, create that foundation um, from when I first got there on campus, when it was just our, us football players there and me building my connections and my friends and allowing me to have, you know, like I said, friends from just the jump. And I think that helped me out because that later on helped me 
like find my best friends on campus, also connect to different sports teams where I was able to find my partners. It makes you feel like you're a part of something, but also makes you realize, okay, people look up to us, so I have to also do, like, I have to do something. Doing something in the form of giving back became the cause's central tenant. Antoine and his friends had a vision to create quality clothing while giving back to those that were in need. The cause is two years old now. They boast a loyal, relentless team that work behind the scenes to grow the business and extend their ability to give back. Last year, they used the money they brought in to travel to Guatemala to install water filters. And right now, they're in the midst of raising money to go to Kenya to also help with the clean water supply in a village there. The company has recently partnered up with a ton of high school, club, and college teams, giving them one-of-a-kind The Cause Spirit Packs, which includes jerseys, socks, and other swag. Through this, the cause team has the ability to engage with young athletes who are looking to take their skill to the college level. This part of his work is pretty special to Antoine. It allows me to do is connect to these young men and women because athletes wear leaders on campus. I love being around young men and women who are trying to get to the next level, who have that same hunger that I had with going going into my senior year, trying to figure out where I was going to go next year for college. I feel like that... That is what I need, and that's what I need to surround myself with, because that hunger at that time is something that allows you to elevate your game in all aspects of life. If I can help the young men and women, and I can show them different ways to get to college, and and also um, allow them to understand and rep something that's other than Nike or Adidas, but rep something that means more, um, it inspires them. And now, Antoine has taken on a mentoring role with these high school student-athletes. I just show them different ways how I got recruited, how I got put on radars, how I got put on recruiting boards, and um, I do that. Antoine and the team have really taken action. They're involved with communities both home and abroad. They're ambitious and excited. In the grand scheme of things, the cause is young. The people who work there are young. They still have a long way to go as a business and are learning along the way. Antoine will be the first to admit that. It's hard. It's really hard. I'm in the trenches right now. This is the grind. I think I think when more people understand the true meaning of the cause, it's, we're going to be breaking down these barriers of these Under Armour, these Nikes, these Adidas. Antoine's dreams are still big. Maybe just as big as they were when he first put on those pads and helmet all those years ago. They're just different now. Thank you to Anton Taylor for coming on to the podcast, and thank you for listening. Check out the episode description for more info on the cause, how to shop their stuff, and to donate to make their trip to Kenya happen. See you next time.